Talk Radio. Welcome to another segment of Talk Block Talk Radio, broadcasting politics with Cisco and Falzone Hour. Well, another week, another week of riots, looting in different parts of the country. This is becoming a daily adventure for the citizens of the United States of America. And it just continues. It just continues. Uh, And as I said in this program, the job of the Democrats is to create chaos. Chaos at the highest level. And that's what has happened. It started four years ago when they were very disappointed that their icon in their party did not win the presidential race. And that just started, I mean, through the inauguration and then we came up with the Russian collusion, which has turned out to be another scam and another hawks. Totally, totally. And whoever tells you that it's not, they're lying to themselves. So we've had turmoil from the very beginning. And it's not the president who's been creating the turmoil. It's the other party. I call that other party the treason party. Because they every chance they get, every chance they get to destroy our country, they don't waste that opportunity. They take advantage of that. And you might say to me, Why would they want to destroy their own country? Because the Democratic Party is on a mission. They are the tools of the NWO. The NWO, for anyone out there who does not know, is the New World Order, consisting of very, very institutions, very wealthy people, that believe that the current system is not what they want. They want more of a socialist and a communist system. And the Democrats have been chosen as the party that will lead, that would try to lead and make um, the United States of America a socialist and communist country. And as much as we've seen other countries go in that path, we today, today, today we see what that path has done to those countries. I'll give you an example. The country of Venezuela, 20 years ago, oil, very prosperous, successful 
economy, middle class, you know, people would visit Venezuela. Venezuela was a paradise, you know, capitalist. And in less than 20 years, they've gone from having a, a sound, vibrant economy to becoming now the poorest country in Latin America. And that's due to a gentleman by the name of Hugo Chavez. Hugo Chavez basically came, came aboard and said to the Venezuelan people, especially the, the low-income uh, Venezuelan people, who lived in in the, in the ghettos and said, if you elect me, I will take you out of misery. I will give you all the benefits you want, free college, free food, free everything. Well, he was elected. People ran to him. He was like the savior. And they began to attack the capitalist system. They began to attack the middle class and the rich in Venezuela. And it happened that within two or three years, you started to see a trend of middle class and upper class Venezuelans leaving the country. And that just continue because they were smart enough to realize that if they would stay there, they would never survive. Socialism would eat them alive. And socialism has actually eaten and destroyed the country of Venezuela. People are eating out of garbage cans. There's no food. There's nothing. But the people in the Socialists and Communist Party, they're doing well. And they were doing well. They were really doing well when Chavez was there. How well were they doing? Well, Chavez became a millionaire. Now, we're talking about Chavez came from a lower income standard. You know, and he was, he presented himself a savior, as a savior to the Venezuelan poor, uh, the poor people in Venezuela. And the attacks were against the capitalist system, the business, the police. Now, that's going to sound familiar to what's happening here today. An attack on the police happened in Venezuela, too. Tearing down the monuments and statues. Something that's happening here, it all 
also happened, statues that were being knocked down in Venezuela were of Christopher Columbus, a lot of the Spanish ru- rulers, because, you know, Spanish rulers ruled Venezuela and in, in, in most of Latin America, for, for anyone out there who does not know that. So statues came down, attack on the police came down, and we started to see, we started to see a decline in the economy, a decline in the quality of life. But let me pause for a minute because I co-host Mark. How are you? I am fine. Thank you. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Uh, just going over a little history of Venezuela. But anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to that. I'm, I'm more interested in, your, in the rant of the week coming out of you. Go ahead. Please go ahead. Oh, wow. Uh, you caught me off guard. <laughs> um, well, you want me to continue and then you'll co- uh, uh, yeah. come back to it? All yeah. right. So I was just recounting what happened in Venezuela and the whole process of how they went from a very vibrant economy, a successful government, and but well, you know you what? Know, I'd like to interject because during the heyday of our show, every show I would make a point of saying, "Look at the petri dish of socialism in Venezuela." And mm-hmm. I would call it a petri dish because you could watch the mold grow, you know, just like a petri dish. And uh, so it, it's something our older viewers would be familiar with. Definitely, definitely. Well, what happened was uh, when Chavez, Chavez came into power, that was Hugo Chavez, Venezuelans, middle-class Venezuelans, upper-middle-class Venezuelans started to leave. So socialism works great, and communism works great as long as there's money coming in. Once money, the money stopped coming in, that's when the decline in the economy in Venezuela started to happen. But the attacks were similar to what we're seeing here. In Venezuela, they started attacking the police. They started attacking capitalism. They started attacking tearing down the monuments. In Venezuela, the monuments were Christopher Columbus and a lot of the Spanish rulers. They had statues for them. So Simon Bolivar. What was that? He was like the George Washington of South America. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and people have to realize that when it comes to socialism and communists, they basically will knock down anything that is not communist or socialist. But you know what they kept? They have statues of, of Lenin in, in, in Venezuela. Lenin, who murdered so many people in Russia, and it was a, a socialist communist, but they have a statue of him, just like they have a statue of, yeah. of Lenin in, in Seattle. Seattle, Washington. Why would has, South Americans have a statue of an Eastern European? What the hell is that? Because they are for communism. Oh yeah, duh. Yeah, 
you know, I mean, Chavez and, and now the current president, Maduro, they're basically full-blown communi- commies. Yeah. And, and, However, and they believe, you know, communism can be prosperous to a few. I read something. Isn't Chavez's daughter like the, one of the richest women in South America? Correct. Isn't that Correct. funny how that always happens? Yeah. And it and, and also happens in Cuba. In Cuba, if you belong to the Communist Party, you get to enjoy the nice things and, 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 and you know, go to the nicest places, nice places to eat. You, have a, you go to the best schools. You get to enjoy the best. But if you're opposed to communism in, in Cuba, you don't get hardly anything. You'll get one piece of bread for one week, you know. So that's the reason that you have you see so many Cubans who who left Cuba, they got on a little boat to go 90 miles to Key West so they can enjoy freedom, the freedom that we've had here, but we are at a critical point in our history where we are going to go in that direction, the communists and socialists or we're going to maintain our freedom and capitalist system that we have enjoyed and we continue we should continue to enjoy go ahead mark you know what wait a second i have to enhance the history lesson and i would like to mention this to our leftist enemies that Uh uh shortly thereafter after castro's revolution was successful Shortly thereafter, one of the first things he did is kill everyone around him who helped him mm-hmm. achieve that. Yeah. So just know that, that your bros are going to turn on you as quick as they would a Trump supporter. So good luck with that, even if you're successful, yeah. idiots. And yes. thank you. That's an excellent point. Excellent point. These idiots, the governors and the mayors of the of these cities that they are going along with this? Look, if, we have a live example of that ongoing right now. What is it? The mayor of Portland had to leave his uh, fancy yes. damn condo <laughs> because they were attacking his building. Now, wait a second. Wasn't he supporting them? Isn't he holding back the police? And yes. they still attacked him. Uh, yes. When are these Dems going to understand, you know, they're, they're going to reach a point where they're going to tell the mob to do something and the mob is going to tell them, F you. Well, because, because they sure not... did it to the mayor of Portland. You, you would think they would form a phalanx around his apartment to make sure it wouldn't be disturbed. Hey, wait a second. You know, this is the main guy in the city and he's got our back. And they attack that, uh, you know. What, what? Once I heard that, I had faith that ultimately they cannot be successful, because that right. is not freaking heads up whatsoever. Attacking the main guy in the city who's got your back, who's holding off the authorities as much as possible. Well, anyway, I, I, I'm going to correct you on that. They're not actually Democrats. They're actually hardcore communists so that's the reason they don't really attach themselves to who the mayor of portland which is name his name is ted yeah, wheeler still, he, he, he supports them he's on their he side still, he, 
and, he supports and he uses his, his authority even. Yes, he supports them. But one of the problems they have with the mayor, Ted Willer, is that he's not fully on board with the funding the police 100%. So they're upset at him because he hasn't gone ahead and said, oh, good, we're good, going. Good. So that's, that's, uh, that's the reason they, they were attacking him. And, and because the commies are not happy until they get everything that they, they want. Okay? Well, you know what? I, I enjoy leftist civil wars. Uh, when the ho- All through this Harvey Weinstein thing, I yes. always chalk that up to a leftist civil war because it, it just had the, the uh, vindictiveness of the uh, leftist. So I, 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 as an example... Because what you're saying is like you know internal warfare between between the left and the far far left. I think the same thing went down with Weinstein. Well, you know, re- remember the Me Too movement where everyone said, "Well, yeah, we yeah, led by the lying Democrats again. Another deceitful initiative." One of right. constant, one of many. Right. I, I do, uh, before I go on, I do have to mention that we, we were planning to have a guest, uh, Mr. Gert Disky, Ron Gert Disky, uh, very well known in, uh, in regards to uh, the conservative uh, movement. I had to basically cancel, reschedule it for next Thursday. He'll be back on next Thursday um, for personal reasons, but uh, we'll, we'll see him next Thursday at the same time. Anyway, but I haven't heard your rent for the week. Yeah, so so it's just me and you, bro. That's fine because there's plenty going on to talk about. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, but I, want, I wanted to hear your, your rent, Mark. My rent, I'm still upset. On this violence happening to innocent white people by persons of color. We've all seen too many videos. Now, hold on a second. I'm from New York City. In New York City, we have the roach and the rat theory. That being for everyone you're seeing, there's 10 you don't. Mm-hmm. And... I'm sure there's a lot more of this going on than we know about. And this has to stop. This has to be addressed. This is violent racism. What the hell is going on here? Guess what? Persons of color can be racist. Kiss my fanny that they can't be. Yes, they can. Uh, If you think they can't, how about... Look at a little occurrence that happened in Rwanda. Hello, where you know, even fellow blacks you, were slaughtering fellow blacks because they were from a different tribe. Right. That that that's genocide for Christ's sakes. So yes, persons of color can be racist. No one's perfect can be racist. Black people, white people, all people. Stop this. You know. Uh, Putting someone up on, putting a particular group on a pedestal above others, baloney. That's my well. Rant. That's that's a communist tactic to pit one against the other. 
All right. That's, well, that's, yeah, it's, it's, yes, it's, it's a common political tactic. I'm sure all over the place. And the communists are just one of many that adopt it. Yes, yes. So, I mean, they did it in Venezuela. They pitted, it, they pitted the poor against the uh, middle class and the rich. And that's how, they, the, uh, that's how Chavez got in power. Let, let's touch on something that really, now I'm going to have my rant. Mark. Okay. This whole thing, this whole thing about California, California is, and I love California, but California needs to be cleaned up. California Assembly, and listen, and hear this. This is not a conspiracy. This is not, this is actually what happened today. California Assembly passed Bill SB one forty five. The bill allows pedophiles to not register as sex offenders with stipulations. As long as they're not 10 years older than the minor that they were in contact and molested. Can you believe that? So if, if, if you're 10 years older or 10 years younger... You know, either way, you're molesting a child. And the California Assembly, with all the mess, all the trouble that they're having, the whole state, with people leaving, companies leaving, you know, people totally broken because of this whole pandemic. Okay, not pandemic, pandemic. Uh, and now they have time to pass a bill to make sure that pedophiles do not register as sex offenders as long as the the minor is not 10 years older that they were in contact or molested. Okay. Yeah, um, you know, I have to tell you, when I was growing up in the slums of New York City, there were two crimes that were uh, heavily enforced. One was murder. So anything short of murder, basically anything went. The other thing was statutory rape. And the yes. thing was, you could have like a couple, 18 and 17, deeply in love. Guess what? He, he'd be, you know, you'd see him coming out of his house in handcuffs. Uh, yes. Or, you know, 17 and 16. The 17-year-old, you know, could be the male. See ya. You're off to the friggin', you know, who's gal. It, it was heavily enforced. So now seeing this so many years later, it's, uh, you know, I wouldn't call it progression. I would call it a uh, retardization of the uh, rules governing that and the laws governing that. Uh, real sin, real decadence, real... Uh, uh, moral decay over the years, big time. That uh, how, how dare so? To ten years means that uh, twenty-two and eleven. Uh, I mean, excuse me, twenty-two and twelve. Duh. Yes. Uh, that that's absolutely ridiculous. And you know, I heard some of these uh, California. I don't know. You know, I'm afraid to let loose and call them what I think of them. 
call I heard one of them defending it. They they were doing it under the uh, veneer of it's for LGBTQ rights, man. It's to protect them, man. Well, I want to. You know, I. You know, this country's going to start needing this. When people start saying these absolutely stupid effing things, you want to start hearing slaps after it. Someone's got to go up to the stage and slap the damn old filth out of their mouth. Enough of this crap. And, you know, if we had like three or four of those things, maybe people would cool because it's there's just a full-out license to lie about everything, every time, on every topic. Macroscopic, uh, macroscopic deceit. It, it's sickening. So I would love to, you, you know, the guys at the press conference saying this malarkey and then... You know, hearing they getting the I'm, crap slapped out of them. I'm telling you, I have nephews and and nieces, and I'm just so outraged that the California Assembly would pass such a disgusting. Okay, don't they have enough to do already? That they have to wait. Yeah, I'll tell you, if, if, if I were on a jury and some father or brother or cousin extinguished someone who did something like this to one of the women folk in their family, I would never vote the guy guilty. Never, never, never. Because, uh, you know, they, there's this thing called the natural law. And that has to be on it as well. And the natural law... I would think going back, say, 5th century, 13th century, someone did something to your woman, folk. Isom, how, how dare you do that? And uh, I would think it would make the, uh, it would help the young lady or young boy uh, come to grips with it, knowing that, okay, the guy who did this is dead and he's in the ground and the worms are eating him. Thank you very much. Uh, I feel very strongly about that, uh, oh. especially uh, when I was in the Boy Scouts. I watched the older explorers and the scoutmaster, who was an adult and another adult, prey sexually on on the young Boy Scouts. Uh, and uh, I always I would always try and thwart them. I sometimes I was successful, sometimes I was not. Uh, it, it, so. I feel strongly about that because I have in the past actually personally come to grips with that and saved a few young blokes from God knows what uh, fate, you know. Anyway, your turn. Well, I, there, there's there's no there's no excuse for anyone to say that is acceptable. For someone who's 22 years old and is able to abuse not just the 10-year-old difference, any child, okay? And for these politicians in California to go ahead and sign off on this, and you know, you know it's going to get to the governor, uh, Newsom, not Newsom, 
New scum. Uh, and he'll sign it. <laughs> oh, you bad he'll boy. You bad boy. Yeah, he'll sign it. He'll sign it. But you know what? California, uh, as much as I love California, uh, we have Nancy Pelosi. Wow. I don't know yeah, if, if, you. If, 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 if everyone out there has heard what Nancy Pelosi did. You know, Nancy Pelosi Definitely, has been basically. I, I'm shocked. Cisco, before you go into it, I have to tell you I'm shocked. Because that's her second major gaffe in the past few months. The first one being, you know, well, every, everyone's starving, needing food, and she's in front of a big freezer with all the different kinds of ice cream and bragging about it. That that was major league boo boo. Now this one. Now, well, because I'm a believer, everything comes in threes. We're gonna we should have another surprise. But on you now about oh, Nancy yeah, she getting her hair done. Well, well, you know, you know, Nancy, Nancy, I call her Nancy P. Brain Pelosi, uh, has been basically, you know, our, getting our on our case saying we need to follow instructions, Americans. You have to basically comply and wear a mask, and if you don't, you basically are you don't care about anyone else. You are selfish, shaming you. Yeah, you're not patriotic, she said. You're not patriotic. You're not patriotic. Wow. And look at what happened. Yeah. Now, now, let me, let me, for anyone out there who has not heard about Nancy's Pelosi salon experience in California, as everyone may know or might, or, or may know or might not know, California, under new scum, has said, Salons cannot be open. You know, restaurants can only be at 25%. But Miss Pelosi went ahead and called up one of the salons in San Francisco and said, can I have an appointment to get my hair done? One so, of her assistants did that. One of her assistants oh, one of, made the appointment. Oh, one of her assistants did that. And she went ahead. But obviously under the uh, instruction of Nancy. But the point that I'm get, trying to get to is that she basically disregarded, disregarded because she is such a selfish old lady. She disregarded and went ahead and went to get her hair done. When she yes, went to get her hair done. Tape. And she, she was, was videotaped walking around without, the place without a mask on the booth. Without a mask, okay, after she is shaming everyone to wear a mask. So this is the Speaker of the House who actually said that we need to follow instructions like we were little kids. You know, the hypocrisy that comes out of her mouth and the hypocrisy comes out of her party beyond belief. Okay. Yeah, the, the word is startling. It's startling. It, okay. It, 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 but to continue on 24, this. 7, 3, 6, 5, even yeah. if you listen to Rush Limbaugh on the radio, right. you have to swallow the bullshit media deceit when you hear the, the station give their news, it's just sickening. I, I don't want to hear about these bullshit polls. I don't give a damn. 
they keep repeating them because they know it's horse feathers and they're trying to drum it into us that, oh, no, Trump is losing. Oh, no. If, if anything, the idiots don't realize they're spurring people on. Oh, no, Trump's behind in the polls. I'll have to work an extra day down at the Trump HQ, you know, in, in our area because he's behind. So uh, let them keep up their damn lying about that because sometimes they aren't the sharpest knife in the drawer. Sometimes they are. Sometimes they're not. Well, the most insulting part of this, not just because she basically said that she is special. By going in there to get her hair done, she's telling everyone that everyone else is trash, and, but she is special. You know, well, the mayor and, you of know, Chicago, I, that uh, weirdo, Lori, the same thing. Lori, Lori Lash. <laughs> well, it's the hypocrisy that comes out of their mouth. Yeah, they tell you yeah, one thing. That's the reason they were all vocal Democrats. Yes, that's the reason they have lost and will continue to lose credibility because they say they they do what they say, not as they do. Okay. Oh yeah, it, it's so. I, that's what I said. It's startling the overt hypocrisy. Anyway, I wanted to ask you a medical question about yes. the mayor of Chicago. And her husband, yes. Yes. her or her wife, uh, yes. it's a transgender. I yes. wanted, I, I didn't know. I'm asking for a friend. Did they have their penis removed? I I will have to contact the uh, the local government. Yes, I'm asking <laughs> for a friend. <laughs> I, let me put it this way, uh, Lori Lightfoot. And I call her Beetle. I call her Beetle Juice. Yeah, yeah, she does. She looks like Beetle Juice. The city of Chicago, <laughs> the south side of Chicago, every week you got 20, 30, 40 shootings. It's constant. It's worse than these crazed Muslim, Arab, Middle Eastern uh, cities all over the place. It, Yes. You know, like in, in a Pakistan where uh, I assisted a Pakistani gentleman become a citizen uh, mm-hmm. because I worked with him for several years and I saw he was good. So, yes, I supported him. Um, and he told me that in northern Pakistan, it's more common for people to have a well-oiled, well-ammo-supplied right. Russian machine gun and they won't have shoes. He says, but they'll have a well-oiled, well-gunned, you know, well-armored machine gun. He says, it, that's the way it is in northern Pakistan. So, and then you have, like, crazy places like Beirut. Uh, you have the Palestinian camps, that, you know, located in Lebanon and Jordan. Uh, you have the other refugee camps uh, surrounding Syria from the Syrian civil war. And you have more violence in Chicago, in American, North America, Chicago, than in these hell holes. It's unbelievable that they permit it to go on. Put it this way. I only blame that on the current citizens. If they continue to vote in that direction, then they deserve yeah. to 
Yep. Reap the benefits of it. in your own juices. Yep. Yeah. Reap the benefits of it. But let me let me continue on on on, on Nancy because I think Nancy uh, needs to be shamed. Nancy P. Brain Pelosi needs to be shamed. And now, the poor salon owner is getting death threats. Yeah, right. She has to move out of California. Let me put it this way. California is going to become, and I hate to say it, uh, because like I said, I love California. I mean, uh, it's a beautiful state, but you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna have the Hollywood elitists, and the rest is going to be poor. Middle class, nowhere to be found. That's Let's call it what it is. Wait a second. I'll call it what it is. It's going to be a third can, world asshole. That's yeah, what it's going to be. And if you can get out of California, get out now. Because California, in the next five, ten years, the way it's going, you're going to have every pedophile out there moving to California. Once this, 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 uh, bill that just passed, SB 145. California is going to be open season for pedophiles in California. Then so they're going to pass you, the reparation thing so all the uh, vagabond black people will flock there to get their reparations. That's going to be, that's going to be an internal war. And you know what? I, they, they, they need to target the Hollywood elites. They need to target the Hollywood elites. They support every bit of this. Hollywood, Hollywood. I mean, we've had, we've had all these kids that have been abused. We had Harvey Weinstein. We had Jeffrey Epstein. You know, he was mingling with the elite, the, 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 the Tom Hanks of the world, the, uh, the uh, Steve, Steven Spielberg, the Robert uh, De Niro's, you know, part of that pedophile uh, uh, ring. But I'll tell you something. This bill, this bill that passed today by the California Assembly needs to be exposed on every level. Every level. It's shameful that they pass a bill to benefit pedophiles. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, but they're doing it, yeah, but they're, they're doing it to, to protect LGBTQ people, man. So that's why they're doing it. Well, you know, that's the excuse. I, I'm not going to buy yeah, it's the usual thing. Screw the children. The children come out on the short end. We're doing it for yeah. the LGBTQ, man. Yeah, well, that's not going to fly with me because, like I said, children are, they are needed to be protected. And the California Assembly today, it's not protecting them. And, and, and you know, it's not a United States problem. Pedophile uh, uh, pandemic. You know, let me tell you something. We're talking about pandemic, right? We have a true pandemic on a global scale. It's called pedophilia. That's the real pandemic in the world because it's at the highest levels of government and business. These individuals, law enforcement, the legal system. Right. Oh, you know, I wanted to point out a keen observation from a dear friend. And this observation was noticed 
they have this what's her name locked up and they have all his stuff, you know, Epstein's uh girly assistant. Yeah, Garcino Maxwell. Yes. Right, right. Now all of in the past week they've rounded up three pedophile child trafficking rings. Yes. And you have to wonder if there's a correlation between her incarceration and the seizure of her uh, records uh, is leading to this cleaning up that's going well, on because there's been what, three different states, what, Georgia, Michigan, and somewhere else, that well, cracked massive child uh, trafficking rings. Yeah. yeah Interesting. They're, they're, I have to wonder. You have to wonder yeah, if there's a correlation. Well, the Department of Justice is going after these pedophile rings, uh, and that's the reason you, you're finding all these children that have been kidnapped and have been locked up and have been abused in Georgia and Michigan lately because the, the Department of Justice is finally tra- cracking down on them. And I think yeah, Ms. Max... Wonder Ms. related to her... To oh, it is, it is, it is related. It, it is related to Maxwell... Uh, Epstein's girl um, and she's spilling the beans and uh, that's the reason a lot of people are running scared people at the highest levels are running scared because she is spilling the beans I'm surprised that she's still alive I'm totally yeah, shocked right? but, I th- but I think the Department of Justice learned from the lessons of Epstein they're really protecting her so she can spill the beans even more. The time they drag something out, the outcome is always bad. Like when they well, dragged out, they were supposed to have the decision on Obamacare, and they pushed it back so they could put heat on Roberts of some kind. You know? Well, they are So anytime they push something back, it's a bad outcome for, for, for good and for morality and for sincerity. Uh, so they pushed a trial back. So I'm not optimistic, uh, Cisco. Well, like I said, they're they're definitely they're definitely protecting her. Otherwise, she would have been killed already. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of people out there that are afraid that Maxwell Epstein's girl is is spilling the beans, and and they're gonna yeah, do. And they got big bucks, man. Big they got, they ha- bucks. Yeah, yeah, that's the reason. That's the reason it's 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 very important for the Department of Justice to really crack down as fast as possible and spill the big names. Big names. You have been abusing little children. You need to be in prison. Yeah, so. depressed charges. Right. That you know, there's. Laws on the books for that. We don't have to invent them. We don't need new legislation. Yeah. There's plenty of laws on the books now. Okay, international news. Most people may not read international news. Some do, some don't. I do all the time. Uh, Australia, the Sky News, one of my favorites in, in Australia. Australian police arrested a pregnant woman, a woman, because she was protesting on Facebook over the lockdown. So for anyone out there who does not know what's going on in Austria, uh, Australia, Australia is becoming day by day yeah, a, a, communist, 
a communist country, people cannot step outside. The government will bring you food to your house. They want to keep you locked down, especially in Victoria uh, province, which is Melbourne, Australia. But the, the rest of Australia also, the Australian government says, we need to keep you inside. The, the economy is crippled. Now, they have a mandatory vaccinations that are coming up in Australia. So wow. they, told, they told Australia, uh, uh, the people of Australia, oh, you know, if you don't want to take the, the vaccination, we're not going to force you to take it. But then you wow. cannot go to, you, but, but, but no, let me finish. But then they, they cannot, yeah. if you don't take the vaccination in Australia, you will not be able to go to a restaurant. You will not be able to go food shopping. You will not be able to go anywhere. So that's how they're going to apply the pressure of the vaccination. How authoritarian. How authoritarian. Wow. Yes. You know, I yes. wanted to point out for the audience, however, the population of Australia, do you know, has it surpassed 30 million people? It's very low. Yeah, you know, it, 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 it is very low. But the, the problem that I have with the Australian government is that they are individual. Uh, they're running. They're, they're, they have converted themselves from a from a Western capitalist system to basically a communist authoritarian totalitarian system in less than six months. I mean, I don't know if you saw the video that I posted for one of my Facebook friends in Australia, where this woman was walking down the street in Melbourne, Australia, and because she was not wearing a mask. Two police officers in Australia throw her, threw her on the ground and, and started abusing her because she was not wearing a mask in Australia. That's horrible. Yeah. So that to me is, is, is abuse. Uh, on the other hand, um, I think that we are getting some success, Mark. Uh, last week, Two, I mean, two weeks ago, we had the protest, a large protest in Berlin, West Germany. We had another protest in Canada. Last Saturday, we had a, pro, a huge protest in the UK. Uh, so we're starting to see... Yeah, all these protests were to make their country open up. You know, I wanted to point yes, that out to yes. the audience. Yes. And, 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 you know, I brought up last week the situation in Sweden. Sweden is one of the few countries that never shut down. They never locked down. And today, the economy is doing well, while other countries in Europe are suffering. And the people are basically just following the, the social distance, but nothing closed down. The restaurants and the bars and, and the clubs and everything continue to function as normal. And Sweden got a lot of criticism from the Western mainstream media that you know they should have followed what everyone else did well they did the opposite and it's turned out that they basically have done a really really good job and another part of this and I always try to bring something that's going to follow up on this you know the New York Times is not it's not 
a, a, a Republican conservative newspaper. You know that. Part. <laughs> yeah. Well, the New York Times, the New York Times just came out on 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 on, <clears throat> on the COVID COVID test. They did a, an investigation on it. They came up that ninety percent of people testing positive carry barely any virus and are not likely to be contagious. That's pretty, pretty, pretty darn open response to all of what we're hearing about that. If you take the test and you're positive, you're going to, you'll become contagious. Now, again, this is the New York Times that's telling you this. And you know how people freak out? Oh, my God, he tested positive. Oh, my God, she tested positive. Oh, my God. You know, New York Times, <laughs> yeah. New York, New York Times just did an investigation on this. We had that now, been... wait a second, did you hear the latest that, that came out that's, of course, being ignored by the media of far-right principles, the CDC, came <laughs> out and clarified the uh, yes. amount of fatalities yes. related to uh, the Chinese virus. And they took yes. it from almost 200,000 to about 10,000. And yes. uh, immediately they were criticized and they took fire as they're, they're a right-wing organization. What the hell was that? We've been listening to their crap for the past six months, and there hasn't been a whisper of them being a right-wing organization no. or what. All of a sudden, overnight, like I'm telling you, all of a sudden they thought, we have to be a bastion of conservative principles. Yeah, right. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Well, well, I, I, I'll tell you, I, I, I have criticized on this program, I have criticized the CDC, I've criticized the, the, the World Health Organization, I have criticized the NIH, the National Institute of Health, um, because yeah, all of them, all of them are corrupted. It's sick. All of them are they're they're the right arm of the pharmaceutical industry, the pharma industry. If you do a research like I have, most the majority of the individuals that become heads of each of these agencies have been previous CEOs of pharmaceutical companies. So my idea, the idea is that they're going to basically help out the pharmaceutical company and they're going to cover for the pharmaceutical company. Did you know that if you take a vaccine that pharmaceutical companies, drug makers, are immune to losses. Did you know that? Yep. Okay. So yep. Just when, like when, when, social when, media companies immune from uh, lawsuits and exactly. uh, also seemingly immune from paying taxes. Right. Correct. So what, what I'm saying to individuals out there when they listen to the CDC and the World Health Organization and, and the NIH is, 
you know, start using your critical thinking skills. You know, it's like someone, and I'll never forget my college professor. He was so great at telling you this. It opened my, my whole scope on life. He said, when you see a commercial on TV and they're promoting something, find out who paid for that commercial because yeah. that's going to tell you how, who, who's actually influencing this. You know, because you hear it on TV, uh, drinking coffee is really good for you. It'll keep you, you'll live until you're 90 years old. Okay. Who's paying for that? Coffee industry? No kidding. Of course they're going to say that. So that, that's part of that. You know, I've been suspicious of these people since I've been in high school myself, uh, because, uh, I, I went to one of the advanced New York City high schools, and although the building was decrepit, our labs and whatnot were uh, very up-to-date, very state-of-the-art. And I did uh, 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 an, an analysis of the protein content of as many different foods I could get my hands on, okay? So I'm doing, and I'm using triple beam scales and whatnot with weights for the uh target uh, item and the solution so everything is on the level everything's the same and hard-boiled egg blew off the chart nothing else came close to blowing off the chart it went off you know where it was like uh, you know so much uh, protein content I, I i could gauge and it went above that and just kept going so and then i would listen to scientists and the health people saying Eggs are bad for you. I was like, what? What? Eggs are bad for you? Au contraire. In some of the, you know, why in the animal world does everything look for eggs and everything has to protect their eggs? Because everything wants them because they're so rich and they're such a great source of nutrition. Now, right. you could check me on this, but I understand if you boil an egg in the shell, the yolk yeah. doesn't even register as cholesterol. So uh, that's why I'm a big fan of egg salad, big well, fan of boiled eggs. I have a grandson. Almost every time uh, I see him, I'm giving him boiled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I tell you, with the I did it cholesterol, a pound scale, boiled eggs. The cholesterol comes down to your genes. Okay, but that's another. That's for another topic. I want to cover. I want to cover. The last piece, we have five minutes to go. The exodus of people leaving New York, California, Chicago, even New Jersey. Yeah, uh, New Jersey too. I just found out, I was informed that if you want to leave New York City and you need a truck, Good luck. It's going to wait, wait. No, hear me out. And you need a truck. You're gonna to have to wait until March 31st of 2021. <laughs> Unbelievable! The exodus of people, and I'm not talking about poor people. I'm talking about well, middle. I'm talking about people, middle class, and, and seven up. months. Seven yes. months. Seven months before you can get a truck to pack your stuff and leave New York, California, 
and all these states that are having economic devastation. All right. Now, you have to understand, and i got to tell you, house values around in this section, Monmouth County, one of the best-kept secrets in New Jersey, yes. the home values are skyrocketing because he – Here's what's going on. We have all these waves going on. We have waves of people leaving New Jersey, but our numbers don't compare to the waves of people leaving New York City that are coming here. So Mm -hmm. they're kind of compensating for that at the moment. And it's not because anything that New Jersey is doing that's so terrific. It's just that New York City is so horrific that, you know, Phil Murphy's New Jersey uh, is seemingly a better opportunity than, you know, uh, Bill de Blasio, the uh, Marxist mayor of New York City, and Cuomo, the dingbat governor of New York State. So, my God, how bad is it over there that they're coming here? Jesus, because there's people leaving here. Yes, I mean, and I'm, I'm, I'm very familiar with Monmouth County. I'm familiar with South Jersey uh, quite well, and I think I think the the people who are moving into Monmouth County, into into Belmar, into Avon, and this sections of uh, 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 of South Jersey, they're they're basically happy to be leaving the five boroughs of New York City uh, of New York City because they see the writing on the wall, as I mentioned to you about California. In New York City, it's going to be the same. You're going to have uh, poor and only the very few elitists, very well-to-do, who are going to stay. But this is the scary part. You see all these big skyscrapers in New York City? (laughs) Forget about it. People, those are going to be unoccupied for a long time. Yeah, yeah, echo chambers. Okay, Echo so next chambers. week, yeah, next week we'll have our special guest, and he, he will be really an interesting guest, uh, and we'll we'll be back to, tomorrow. The last uh, the last comments, rant, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I just wanted to thank again our benefactor, Students for a Better Future, yeah. and uh, specifically Doreen Fickle. And still, I have to tell the story of the yes, first time I met Doreen Finkel. I'll have to tell that story one day. Okay, well, on, good night, folks. God bless America. Definitely good night, and, and we'll, we'll see each other next week at the same time, 9 o'clock, with another special <laughs> segment of Broadcast and Politics, the Cisco and Fosson Hour, which every week you don't know what you're going to be getting. Today we had the you know we had to rant on on Pelosi because Pelosi has really outdone herself you know totally this is my rant mark totally good night. all right so good night god bless america